How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Sunday, December the 12th. Hello, folks. Hope you're having a tremendous weekend. And today we're going to be doing a mailbag, as prompted last Thursday. And the mailbag this week is as follows. What is a game that made you say, I wish it was longer? And the reason why I wanted this prompt is because so, so often... At least personally, I will play a game and I will say, man, I really wish that they cut this game's length in like half, right? More often than not, I am saying the game was too long. But then you might remember I recently played and completed Remedies Control, and that was a game that I really wanted more of. I thought, man, I could have really used some more content there. And so this prompt is just a great way of maybe discovering some games that are short but sweet. Now, I was expecting a lot of variety in the answers, and I did get that. However, there was one game or even franchise that came up quite a few times, and of course that was Portal. The first and second Portal games were both mentioned a lot, and I cannot help but agree with that because I've got to say Portal 2 is probably one of my favorite games of all time, and every single step of the way in that game is just so incredibly entertaining. The story and the puzzles both combine to make such an amazing game, and honestly that game could have been... 100 hours long, and I probably would still uh, enjoy it a lot. So, yeah, huge shout-out to the Portal series, and if you haven't played it, you definitely should. We have an answer here from Throwback Cat, who says that they tend to prefer shorter games, but one game that they wished was longer was a game called Contradiction. Now, this game is an FMV murder mystery. FMV being full-motion video. All real actors. Now, apparently, the actual filming process for this game had some kind of interruptions, And so they weren't able to do everything they wanted to do, and so the ending of the game kind of fell flat. And I guess it really could have done with another hour or two of bringing everything together. And so I thought this was an interesting answer, because they wanted the game to be longer because the storylines did not conclude properly. However, they did also say, for the ten or so hours that they spent with the game, uh, it was one of the best mystery games they ever played. So, I don't know, if you like mystery games, check out Contradiction. We have another interesting answer here from Koizu, who actually mentioned uh, virtual reality. So they recently got a VR headset and they started playing some games. Specifically, they point out, I expect you to die and its sequel. And apparently these are like spy games. They reference James Bond and Austin Powers. Apparently there's seven or eight levels in each game. And they said, quote, the games are great, but man, like a good meal, it's always finished right at the moment you have a taste for more. End quote. I thought that was a good way of phrasing that. And I think this is a problem that a lot of VR games have, right? I think more often than not, games on VR tend to be tech demos, or just generally shorter because it's so much harder to develop for the platform. When Half-Life Alex came out, like, that was such a change of pace for VR because of how lengthy it was. Okay, I got one here from Sasuga, and they mentioned how, in general, they find the storylines of RTS games to be too short. So they took a whole genre here. And they said, usually the story for this is just tutorial. By the time you're ready to play with everything, the story ends and they want you to move on to multiplayer. And I thought this was fascinating because they're absolutely right. I think that there are genres where they just kind of want you to get on to the the core gameplay loop, like first-person shooters, MOBAs, stuff like that, when you might also be able to see a lot of success with having a proper story-based campaign mode. I mean, how many people bought Call of Duty just for the story? Or Titanfall 2 had such a great shooter campaign. I think adding some real substance to your games like this would always be a good thing. Hopefully, anyway. Okay, and then we had a very entertaining answer here from Crimson, who actually was the person who suggested the prompt. 
And they talk about Dragon Age 2, because apparently they read, like, a ton of fan fiction for Dragon Age before playing the game, and that made them believe that the story of the game was going to be extremely lengthy with a lot of different locations. But in reality, it just takes place in one town. And then all of a sudden, they're playing the game, and the end credits roll, and they go, wait a second, there's supposed to be more here. I thought that was really funny, anyway. They got swindled. Anyway, folks, there was a lot more answers, but I am out of time here. Uh, thank you to everyone for submitting your answers, and if I couldn't get to yours, I apologize. But hey, we'll be back with the daily news updates tomorrow, okay? So until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Oh man, you know what I did today? I finished a video game. I spent most of my day today playing a game called The Forgotten City. And oh my god, it is so freaking good. That's going to be very high up on my game of the year list. Uh, I'm going to do a weekend show on it, so I won't like harp on it too much. But if you're looking for a good, a good narrative where you can kind of sit back and relax and you just like kind of solve a mystery, as it were. Not a murder mystery, but it's a... Well, it's a lot of mysteries all at once. Uh, the whole game is just walking around a town and talking to people. And there's some, like, a tiny bit of action in there if you want it to be, but I, I'm pretty sure it's optional. Really, the whole thing is just uncovering a story. And it's a really, really good story at that. So I encourage you to check it out again. It's called The Forgotten City. Funnily enough, it actually started as a, uh, a mod, I believe, for Skyrim. And you can definitely tell. You can see the Skyrim kind of building blocks. But it's nothing like Skyrim. It's not an RPG or anything like that. It's just just a story. Anyway, yeah, highly recommend you play it. Uh, it's on sale on Steam for about 20 bucks right now. Yeah, I'm recording this on a Saturday, and I'm having a pretty chill Saturday, I would say. Shelby went off to work, and I kind of just did my own thing all day. I played The Forgotten City, obviously, but I've also been doing a lot with the new iPad. I got, uh, got the comics on there, reading Deadpool, as I mentioned yesterday. And actually, the... <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm getting really excited about the crossovers, so there's this um, collection of Deadpool comics, basically, that collects the various issues from the late 90s, but it doesn't just collect those issues, it also kind of throws, throws things in there that is worrying about continuity of, of the storylines, and so, you know, when comics do crossovers with each other, it'll be like, well, okay, at the beginning, Deadpool, like, went and found the Incredible Hulk and, like, stole his blood, and so in, in Deadpool, that happened... But then in the simultaneous Incredible Hulk storyline that was going on, Deadpool also arrived. So you could be reading both series of comics and, you know, the characters would appear in and out. And so that makes it really hard when you're reading it in retrospect, right? Because, you know, how much storyline do I have to know from a series of comics that I'm not currently reading? That kind of thing. You want to read, like, all of Deadpool in a row, but technically that's not how they came out, right? They, re they released Deadpool over the course of a couple of years, and so if he does crossovers with other characters, then you gotta go read those other characters around that time. Anyway, I guess they, they also did, um... Well, let me look it up again for, for you comic people. You might know what I'm talking about. Okay, it's called Daredevil slash Deadpool Annual, number one. And so it's a, it's a crossover print between Daredevil and Deadpool. And I, I'm getting so giddy about it. I'm like, oh man, two, two superheroes interacting with each other. And I mean, in this case, wildly different. Deadpool is so over the top and Daredevil is so gritty and, and serious. But anyway, like I said, all of this is kind of leading up to an Avengers storyline. And obviously that's going to be the ultimate crossover, kind of like the films. So I'm looking forward to it. And then, of course, on the, uh, on the games front, 
I'm playing a whole bunch of mini motorways. So you might remember Mini Metro. It's like a action puzzle game where you're just trying to endlessly connect lines of subways to make it efficient. Well, Mini Motorways is the sequel, except you're dealing with roads and cars, and it is so freaking good. Oh my god. I like it better than Mini Metro, at least so far, but both are very good games. And, uh, man, I recommend it. If you can get your hands on Mini, mini Motorways, or Mini Metro for that matter, extremely good, extremely chill. I mean, it can get chaotic, but it's pretty chill. So I've been playing the heck out of that. Anyway, folks, I've talked enough. Thanks, thanks a lot, and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.